If you take your Bibles and open them to John chapter 1, John chapter 1. I love uh, I love springtime. I love the the buds on the trees when you start to see it, and the flowers come up. The green grass after, especially after winter in Ohio, especially after winter. Although this winter wasn't that bad, it's still nice to have. Still nice to be able to come to church and have all the doors open, isn't it? And be able to see this, and when we have when we have a morning like this, when we have a day like this, and especially when it's on a Sunday morning. It makes it that much better. Uh, Sunday morning is the, is the day that we take and we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. When I look around and, and see the creation, I see the seasons, I see all these sort of things, I give the glory to all that to God. He, he deserves the glory for the creation, for uh, all the things that we see. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, it's no mistake that this is the first verse in our Bible. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now that is a, that's a huge statement. But it's no mistake that God... <clears throat> began His Word with that verse to us. And now that gives us a lot of answers right there, doesn't it? That He created the heavens and the earth. <clears throat> you know what it takes to believe that? It takes faith, doesn't it? And the Bible that we have and the Bible that we hold, it is a book that we believe by faith. Our faith becomes sight as we trust in it. As we believe it, we see a God work in our lives and we feel it, but you and I weren't there. And so to believe that God created the heavens and the earth, it takes faith. I do know this though, in Psalms 100 and verse 3, it says, Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. I, I know that we didn't make ourselves. And I also know... I have to believe that we're not here by chance. That it's not an accident that we're here. It's not an accident that we're here even to worship God and that we can experience Him and know Him. I believe that all of creation, as we look at it, points to a designer and to a creator. Evolution would have us believe that we came from animals, that our grandparents were apes. But I don't, I don't believe that. I, I, I see that there's apes in the world today. I see that there's humans in the world today. And I don't see any human apes. I, I don't see that. I, I, I think that uh, it takes a lot of faith to believe in that, right? Think of the odds. Think, think of the odds of, of all, all that we see here that works together. Just in the human body, let's just, I mean, is, is, we could go huge, but just in the human body, how that our eye works, and then how that our eye works together with the rest of our body. Think about that just for a second. And think about how 
is that even possible that that could have evolved over millions and millions of years and us still survive? I always wondered how, how we believe that maybe uh, those that believe in evolution, that, that a man and a, and a woman evolved just over millions and millions of years, just happened to evolve at the same time to continue this, to continue this going. I, I just, when you stop and think about some of these things, it doesn't make uh, common sense to me. We think of the, the exact distance, the sun from the earth, and how the sun is required for life here, right? And how that it is at the perfect distance, right? And how that life requires life. In other words, plants need bees and humans need plants in order to survive. And how all these things could have just by chance and odds, the, the odds are just, it takes a lot of faith to believe that. You see what I say, I'm saying? It takes a lot of faith to believe that. If we were to say that we put wood together and concrete and we left it over a long period of time that we could get a home that with a functioning floor plan and the framing and the foundation and the footer and, 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 and the, the light switches in the right place, you say that, that could not just happen over time by itself. That could never happen. But that's not even <coughs> as complex is ourselves, in our brain, in our eyes, in our conscience of God. What I'm trying to say is, God created us. God made us, and not we ourselves. And He didn't just make us, He came to us. God created us, and He created us in His own image. He gave us dominion over the earth, we're not descendants of the apes. He gave us uh, dominion over the apes. The Bible has the answers for where did we come from and what are we doing here and where are we going. But then we see that God, He made us, but then He came to us. The Bible doesn't just give us answers of where we came from, but He gives us answers of where sin came from where evil came from, and how death came about. We all believe here today that God became flesh in Jesus Christ. We have our Bibles open there in John chapter 1. Read with me in verse 9. It says, uh, talking about Christ coming... John 1, verse 9, That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by Him, and the world knew Him not. Here we find that God, He came into the world. Now, what sense would it make for God to come into the world if He had not created the world? If we had just evolved and if there was really no uh, purpose, if everything was just time and chance, then God coming into the world to save the world wouldn't make sense, now would it? There would be no laws of morality, these sort of things wouldn't make sense. But he says that he didn't just come into the world, he came into the world to give light to every person. It says to every man, he lighteth 
every man. You know what we see when we look at the creation? When we see the uh, birds and we see how the grass grows? I see, I see a creator. I see a designer. I see that when the sun comes up every day that he is the light of the world. That these things, they point to God. That they point to our Lord and Savior. There is so much out there as we look around. Uh, even if we had never been had the opportunity to sit in church and hear preaching, I wonder if our conscience deep down inside would begin to say, there must be a God. When we look off into the outer space at night and see the stars and the sky and we see all these things, uh, we must say, there must be a God. How did we get here? What, 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 what does all this mean? What is the purpose of all this? The Bible says that God came into the world, but the world knew Him not. Can you imagine thinking of the time when Christ was here on earth? And as He preached and as He did His earthly ministry, um, how that so many of the people didn't recognize Him as God. They didn't see Him for who He is, the Creator of the universe. Why is that? Because their heart was hardened, right? Because they didn't want to see Him. They weren't open to the truth. The Bible says that Jesus Christ was born just as the Old Testament prophesied that He would be. Even the wise men were able to find Him, uh, seek Him out. Why? Because He came just as He said. In the Gospels, we see that Jesus Christ's life, He fulfilled the law. He fulfilled the law of Moses. And He also fulfilled what the prophets, hundreds of years before had said about him. His death, the death of Christ, was just as, as it was prophesied. Amen. It would be the sacrifice for the sin of the whole world. And his resurrection was just how he said it would be. He said in John chapter 2 and verse 19, Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, talking about his body, and in three days I will rise raise it up. And that's why we're here this morning. Why? Is because not only did God come to earth, come to us, and give us the light of the truth, the light of the gospel, but He also died for our sins and He showed His power in the resurrection. That is ultimate, that is just ultimate power when we think of the power over death. When we look at the Gospels, the life of Jesus Christ, we see His, his power over nature, don't we? The, the disciples were amazed. They said, they said, even the wind and the seas obey His Amen. voice. They said, wow, what, what power. We see that He had power over sickness and disease. Anytime that Jesus Christ was around those that had the sickness or disease, He would heal them, right? There was those that didn't believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, but every time in the Gospels we see that He came around those that were possessed with the devil, with the evil spirits, we find out that they knew He was the Son of God. Didn't they? He showed His power 
in his life over death. He, he, he raised up Lazarus. And then he was able, in, the, in his own power, to raise himself from the dead. Why is that? Because he was the resurrection and the life. He said that. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus Christ, God, He created all that we see. He created us. But then more than that, He came to us. He came to us. He came to where we were. And, and no matter where, where you're at here today uh, in your life, I would say that Jesus Christ, He still will come to you. He'll come to you where you are and help you. And even more than that, He will save us. You have your Bible there open to John chapter 1. Look at verse 11. It says, He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. But as many as received Him, to them He gave the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. We know that when Jesus Christ came, that He came and He preached uh, primarily to His own people, right? He preached to the nation of Israel. He came to His own. But His own received Him not. But I'm thankful for this verse in verse 12. It says, but as many as received Him, to them gave He the power. You say, what kind of power did He give to those that received Him? Well, we have the hope when we receive Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we have the hope of eternal life. What power? What power? You know, I think of the verse, greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. The thing that we, we fear the most, it seems, is death, Right? And it's because of the power of Jesus Christ in us. He says, he says, the same Spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the dead, raised Jesus Christ from the dead, dwells in us, in those that believe, those that receive Jesus Christ. Isn't it wonderful today to know that we have the Holy Spirit of God in us, those that have received the free gift of salvation, and it is, it is power. It's power not just to give us hope for our future and eternal life, but it's power to transform us. That no longer do we have to live under the dominion of sin in our lives. God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, can begin to break the chains of bondage, bring us into freedom, set us free, not just take these things away from us that harm us, but also give us the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy. That's power. That's power to be able to have joy in hardship and be able to have love for the unlovable. But Jesus Christ made it possible. He created us. He came to us. But He came to us for a specific reason. He came to us to save us. 
Our, our, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ came for this purpose. I, I, I have to believe that for each and every one of us, God has a design. God has a purpose for our life. It's not just by chance. It's not just by chance that we're here right now. It's by design that God begins to work in our life and begins to draw us close to Him. You remember when you accepted the Lord as your Savior, when He began to think back of the circumstances in your life. When you came to Christ. When you accepted Him as your Lord and Savior. And and you know what this will do? It will just cause us to want to thank Him and worship Him for how He... He drew us to Himself. How He had such grace and such mercy on us to to show Himself uh, to us and reveal Himself that I saw the light the day that we finally came to the point and said, He is God. He is God. And He did come to forgive my sins. And and His his death is... uh, is the payment for he did take the payment for my sins and his resurrection is the power to have eternal life. That's the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Jesus, he came to save. In Luke chapter 19 and verse 10, the Bible says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Because because He created us, He is the only one that could save us. He is the giver of life. He is victorious over death. It's because of Jesus Christ's victory over death that we meet this morning. We celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Why? Because He was victorious over death. He showed His power in that. The Bible tells us that the the Jewish people, the nation of Israel, that they crucified Christ because of envy. That they delivered Him up for envy. The Bible says that that, uh, Pilate did it. You know why Pilate? He did it because of the fear of the Jews. We know Satan was behind it all. Why? Because of just evil. But this was not by the will of man. Even though there was evil at work to bring Christ to the cross, it was not the will of man. It was the will of God. The reason why Jesus Christ went to the cross was because of love. He went there because He loved us. Because He knew that we needed salvation. He knew that we needed forgiveness of sins. He knew that this was the only way to eternal life. We see before He went to the cross, He says in, in His prayer to the Father, if there's any other way, let this cup pass from me, right? But there was no other way. There was no other way for salvation. There was no other way for us to be made right, made righteous with God than for Jesus Christ, the sinless 
the Lamb of God. To offer Himself. He was not, He offered Himself a sacrifice for our sins. Knowing that through this sacrifice for sins, He would take upon Himself the sins of the world. But the third day, He would rise from the dead. Defeating our enemies, defeating death, defeating Satan. And giving us hope for eternal life. Jesus knew that he would die. And before, you know, it's hard for us to begin to think of the, the foreknowledge, the understanding of God. But he knew uh, long, long before uh, all the, the Jewish leaders or Pilate or any of them wanted to bring him uh, to, to the cross. He knew that on Sunday morning... Before the sun arose, the Son of God would rise from the dead, defeating death, making it possible for us to have eternal life. We're here this morning uh, to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's that's the whole purpose of, of, of the church is Christ. He is the head of the church, and the church is the bride of Christ. And we come, come together now to, to celebrate His resurrection. Because, because of it, we have hope. <clears throat> Hope's a good thing to have, isn't it? When we have hope, and no matter what we face, no matter what we go through, we have the hope because of Jesus Christ. The hope comes through salvation. Through salvation that God has given us uh, by His Son, He has given us eternal life. And that is a free gift. You have your Bibles open. I want to turn to a, a familiar passage in Romans chapter 10. <coughs> Romans chapter 10. Ultimately, this... <coughs> boils down to our belief, our faith. Do we believe it? Do we believe what the Bible says about God? Do we believe what the Bible says about His death, His burial, and His resurrection? And through that is how we receive the free gift of eternal life. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 9, it says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. This is the way that we accept Jesus Christ. This is the way that we can know that our sins are forgiven, that we're made right with God is through belief in Jesus Christ. He says in verse 10, for with the heart... Man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Verse 13 For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Salvation is a free gift. Salvation is simple, it's easy. It was, the hard part was done by Christ. The, the, the work was done by Him. 
what we, our part of it is just faith. Our part of it is just believing in what He said that it is true. We have a God, we have a Savior that didn't just create everything, but He came to us. Why? To save us. If, we're, if you're here this morning and you don't know Christ is your Savior, it's simply trusting. It's simply believing in Jesus Christ and asking Him to forgive us of our sins and to come into our heart and to save us. And the Bible says that He would do that. For us that are Christians, for us that have been saved, the resurrection is something that, uh, that we, we are thankful for. Why? Because we, He took the sting out of death for us. Although none of us uh, are, are, uh, are looking forward to it, we, we understand that it is death that will uh, be the vehicle for us to then be with the Lord for eternity. Do you believe? Do you believe in, in, in what the Bible says of the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Do you know what it does when we have that faith in Christ? It gives us the joy. It gives us the peace and it gives us the hope. I'd have every head bowed, eyes closed as we, as we pray. Dearly Father God, we come before you this morning. Lord, I just want to thank you for uh, today. Lord, I want to thank you for uh, you making us and creating us and giving us a, 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 a purpose here on earth. Lord, thank you that uh, even though there's sin and that even though there's death, God, you sent your son to take our place at Calvary and defeated death, Lord, in the resurrection. Lord, we want to, as a group, as a, as a body of believers here this morning, we want to thank you for that. God, we want to thank you for salvation. We want to thank you for uh, the hope that we have. Lord, we want to thank you for your Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. Lord, that leads us, that guides us. Lord, that gives us the hope of eternal life. Lord, I thank you for each person that's here this morning. I pray that the rest of the day, Lord, that we can uh, celebrate you. Lord, look to you. Lord, I pray that we would see you in your creation and in each other. And Lord, that we can tell others the good news of Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.